This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hi, it's Maria again. At Vigil, we wanted to take a moment to thank Billy in Space for their support. Haven't heard of Billy in Space? Then you are missing out. Billy in Space is a new sci-fi novel from Harry L.B., the creator of animated web series and Vigil favorite, Space Station 19. Billy in Space is for folks that love Alien and Dead Space as much as they love Futurama and The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Sounds a little odd, but the combination is just delightful. The story begins with the unbearably upbeat telekinetic Billy aboard the Space Cutie 7 searching for adorable animals to bring back to Earth as pets. But everything goes wrong at once, and Billy is left alone on a dark, dying spaceship where some new space horror could be lurking around every corner. How can Billy survive? Will he ever return home to Earth? What about those cute animals? I just have to say, after reading a few chapters, I found myself laughing out loud and a little creeped out. In the best way. And if that sounds good to you, it's time for you to get yourself a copy of Billy in Space. Billy in Space is available for order on Amazon.com. You can also check out an animated preview of the book on the author's YouTube channel by searching Harry L.B. on YouTube, all one word, or clicking the link in the episode description. You can also check out Space Station 19 while you're there. This episode contains strong language and themes that may not be suitable for all audiences. Please check the show notes for details about the specific content and a full transcription of the episode. Hello. My name is Maria Kennedy, and I want to welcome you to a new limited series podcast from Hero Trackers Media. This special report is going to take a closer look at someone that, despite reporting for Hero Trackers podcast for eight years, we've never officially covered before. This is the story of a hero that has probably changed the lives of every one of us, and yet few are even aware of his existence. Why? How? It all sounds unbelievable, right? But with this podcast, I hope to open the world's eyes to Vigil. I first began hearing vague references to this mysterious figure from Heroes while discussing their previous cases during Hero Tracker's interviews. Nothing concrete, but many would mention things along the lines of, I called him, or I called for support, when their teams didn't include support staff. Yeah, well, we heard from Vidya, from support, that they were on their way. And there it was, a major clue, part of a name or code name. But how could I learn the rest? Turns out, the start was all I needed. 
I contacted a friend in the hero industry and they knew Vigil. In fact, in the last few months, I've come to learn that almost every hero knew and interacted with Vigil. He was ubiquitous. And yet, I'd never heard his name before. Unfortunately, the only reason my contact was willing to reveal Vigil's existence is because late last year, they had attended his funeral. Just a few short months before my investigation, Vigil died suddenly. The details of his death, much like his life, are not well known, and I have my own questions about just how he died, but we'll get to that later. For now, we're going to explore his life, and my contact was adamant that the world should know about Vigil. My contact was also able to get me access to the Motherload. Vigil kept audio logs of nearly every case he ever worked. He was meticulous about his record keeping. My producer and I have ensured that we are not sharing audio from any active cases or any information that might compromise the identity or safety of anyone included in Vigil's reports. These episodes have been passed through rigorous inspection, both from our network and from the heroic organizations themselves. And we have received permission from Vigil's estate to share them with you. With this podcast, we hope to explore who Vigil was, what he did, and how he did it. But we can't help but wonder, why all the secrecy? Certainly safety is an issue, and anonymity can have its advantages, but the scale and methods of this conspiracy are incredible. The more I learn about the story of Vigil, the more questions I have. But we'll have more time to explore that later. And like any good story, we'll start at the beginning. Well, nearly the beginning. Vigil didn't record his earliest cases. So here are the logs of his very first recorded case. I hope you enjoy learning from him. I know I did. Vigil, a hero track media production. Hello, my name is... My code name is Vigil. That feels odd to say. I have a code name now. Anyway, I'm recording this log and all subsequent logs to document my work with the various hero organizations of the city. I'm not totally sure how these logs will be used or be beneficial. Maybe as evidence for other heroes, for future cases, if they need to go back and look at them. I certainly won't need them. I should probably let you know that Vigil had an incredible eidetic memory. He seems to have had the most perfect and complete photographic memory any of us could imagine. If he saw something, he remembered it. Exactly. He had a whole slew of other amazing mental capabilities, but we'll get to those later. This is my sixth case. I usually work with smaller storefront agencies, teams with unpowered heroes or heroes that haven't figured out their powers limitations enough to work with the big time teams like the Protectors and Preservation Service. This is actually my first time contacting one of those major equity organizations. I've been reading about a string of cases that the Safeguard is investigating, and they tied that string of thefts to some small-time criminal, and then they just closed the book. But 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 that case 
didn't match all of the signifiers of the profile for the full data set for those crimes. And this will actually all be on the call, which I'm also going to record. So I'm actually going to stop recording and talking in this section now and just hurry up and call them so we get to that point. And he did. And he did record that audio. And here it is. Hello, this is the... Um, the hero vigil. I've I've worked with some organizations like uh, Origin Story, and anyway, I I have some information on a group of thefts and assassinations between December third and July twenty seventh that you have connected to Rapacity. But look, Rapacity only committed the crime at Restro Diamonds. His MO doesn't match the rest of any of those thefts, but those thefts do match key data points for the assassinations at the Hotel Tanev and Laney's Bar. Look, to be simple with it, they all occurred at locations where large amount of alcohol was served and high alcohol consumption tied directly into the crime. Please contact me for more information. I look forward to working with you. But Safeguard didn't look forward to working with Vigil. The next log is dated two weeks later, and he had yet to receive a response to his initial message. Hello, this is Vigil. I know you, you've probably gotten my previous message, but you haven't adjusted your case policy or contacted me for additional information, so I, I guess I'm just going to share more here in the hopes that I can help you stop another assassination. All of these crimes, all of them take place within 50 yards of a bar area or where other large amounts of alcohol are being served, and this suggests an alcohol-based power, but that it has a limited range. Look, only specific individuals were targeted, meaning that fine control is possible, and it has enough power to kill with alcohol poisoning in both victims who have no history of alcohol consumption and in victims with heavy alcohol use in their past. The profile of the user suggests that they're probably a career mercenary. Checking through the chronological data points to thefts and assassinations that are approximately every two weeks. So you're probably going to see another crime in the next day or so. I hope you're able to stop it. Please call me if you need any additional assistance on this case. And Vigil was right. One day after his phone call, an art gallery was robbed in a heist exactly matching the profile he had laid out. The heroes of the safeguard still hadn't taken notice of his abilities, but someone else at the organization had. Hello, this is Codename Vigil. Uh, hey, uh, well, my codename is Urgent. Uh, I'm an intern at the safeguard agency, and I... Uh, Urgent, I was... you're the one, th that speedster, I ran that truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was me. Uh, um, you heard about that. Yeah, no, I did. Um, you're interning with the Safeguard now. Y yeah, well, they're training me to use my powers. And how's that going? Not not great. Learn anything cool? Not much, but look, I'm calling you about your previous messages. I was hoping that maybe we On could... a personal line? Yeah, um, the Safeguard doesn't totally know I'm calling. Huh. But you are. Yeah, uh, well, it's about your calls about the criminal. The, the, the safeguard is codenamed them Lush. Yeah, I saw that. It's a good codename. 
Uh, how is Vigor, by the way? She's... All right. I mean, she's good. Her powers make her immune to malignant substances, so... Hey, but she got drunk anyway. Yeah, we're still not sure how that happened. She's never been drunk before. Did she get a chance to ID Lush? No. Um, well, someone at the party called 911 about a theft, so she wasn't exactly expecting a, a super-powered criminal at the location. They weren't given any of my reports? They were, but look, to be real with you, if you're not at one of the major equity agencies, they don't really pay attention. But they're paying attention now? Oh, um, n- n- nah. You're still on the no-answer list. And they won't release the case to an outside agency, will they? No. So why are you calling? I've been the one getting your reports, and I think you're on to something, but they're not going to listen to you. That's too bad, because I figured out how Lush's power works, and the team can't beat him. The safeguard can't beat Lush? No. Not with their current roster, anyway. Jesus. What the fuck is their power? They can transmute alcohol in space. What? Yeah, they can take alcohol from one location and move it to another no, location. No, I, I, I knew what it meant. In this particular instance, they're transmuting alcohol from the bottles at the site of the crime right into their victims' bloodstreams. Yeah. Shit. Well, that might explain how they took down Vigor. How'd you figure that out? I looked at camera footage from all the crime scenes before and after the crimes. If you look carefully, you can see that, well, there's... Less bow in the shelves. Enough alcohol had been taken out of the bottles to show a difference in weight on the shelves. I'll interrupt here to explain what Vigil is about to explain to Urgent in simpler terms. Vigil had a perfect sense of spatial awareness. He instantly knew how far things were from each other just by glancing at them. So seeing such a tiny detail in camera footage actually isn't that bizarre for him. So the safeguard isn't going to do anything about this. Uh, well, I mean, they do plan to stop Lush, but... Uh, Let me rephrase. They can't do anything about this. I think you might be underestimating the powers. Tell me about your powers. What? Your powers. Super speed. Limitations. Other useful abilities. Rule sets. Any of that stuff. Why? They might not be able to do anything about it, but... A super speedster could. I hate to ruin your day, but I don't think my power is going to be very useful. Yeah, you implied that training wasn't going well. Well, you actually just sort of said it. What's the problem? I can only use it once. Once ever? uh, No, um, like once a day-ish? Yeah, that's a a problem. Uh, what happens if you use it twice? Usually, uh, I go into a coma for a day or two. That, that's a bit of a problem, yeah. Yeah. So, once a day. Because who knows if I'll even wake up from the next one. Plus, you know, coma. So, I'm pretty defenseless afterwards. Yeah, let me work on that. How? I'll check out tapes and see if I can figure out anything helpful. What tapes? Almost anything that happens in this city uh, happens on a camera. The original incident, any trips to the hospital, your training exercises with the safeguard, all of it's on camera. What, you have access to the training cameras for the safeguard? He did. 
not only access, stored copies of, from what I could tell, every camera storage server in the city. I have no idea how he got them, and no one I've talked to even knew he had them, but he did. A few days later, Vigil called Urgent back with his findings. Okay, so uh, I was checking into it, and I think I have a sense of how your powers work, but right now we can't worry about it. Wait, no, we, we can definitely worry about that. No, we don't have time. Lush's next crime is coming up in a few days, and you have to stop them. Yeah, um, nah, I, I can't do that. Why not? Well, because I'm an intern. I don't know how any of this works. I'll walk you through it. That's not really going to be enough. I mean, I, I can't respond to a call or anything. You won't have to. I have a trap. You have a what? I created a fake fundraising event with some major donors that includes a hotly contested auction component. It's right in Lush's wheelhouse. I scheduled the event for the Kelly downtown, which has a bar within 50 yards of where the auction will be held. You'll just pose as a bartender, and when they show up, you'll use your speed to get them out of the bar area and subdue them. One use of your powers, no problem. How do you have the resources to do all this stuff? You'd be amazed about what you can get done with a little extra time. And now, I'm going to fill you in on Vigil's primary superpower and the inspiration for his codename. Vigil never slept. He didn't need to. He couldn't. So the reason he always seemed 10 steps ahead is because he had these incredible mental faculties and eight extra hours a day to use them. Look, man, I can't just... There's no call, no contract conflict. You read my contract? <laughs> Never mind. Of course you did. Well, if you read my contract, then you know that the safeguard is definitely not down with vigilantism. They won't know about it. You really think? that an intern and, and some dude I've never heard of are going to be able to pull this off without the safeguard knowing? I've taken care of all of it. it. It'll be simple, and I will be on headset to walk you through the whole thing, and it'll stay simple. I, 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 I can't do this. It, it, it's unethical on every level. You called me! What did you want from this? What What was your end game? I, I don't know. To, to help out? I... And, and look, you found a way to help out, and you're not taking it. Dude, I don't even know you, right? Like, you seem smart, but how can I trust you? Have I given you any reason not to? Look, you want to figure out your powers, and the safeguard aren't helping. I can help you! You aren't going to help me unless I do this, huh? You aren't going to help all the people Lush will hurt? I'm just going to get more people hurt. You won't. You don't. You can't know that. Vigilantes usually cause more harm than good. You said yourself, the safeguard isn't going to listen, and you know they can't stop them. You can. Look, it's you or no one. Fuck. So that was it. Vigil had basically press-ganged Urgent into helping, and he had laid his trap. The next recording takes place the day of the trap at the Kelly. It's, it's still quiet. What if Lush doesn't show? It's been 14 minutes. You have to give it time. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sorry. Uh, I guess I'm nervous. Did you eat enough? Yeah, dude, I, I got the, the whole morning routine that you sent me. You can stop asking. But you ate according to the diet that I sent Yes. Yes, and I did the warm-up and meditated and all the other shit, too. Good. Good then you have nothing to worry about. 
You're doing everything the pro heroes do. It'll, it'll be fine. I mean, I've never seen any of the safeguard eat three breakfasts on the day that they have a... Wait, wait. Hold on. I, I think I hear someone in the lobby. It's Lush. How do you know? I'm watching him on the camera. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, how can you be sure it's Lush? No one else would be there. As soon as he hits the door, you've got to move. Shouldn't I, I don't know, like uh, confirm it or something? How would you do that? I don't know. You're picking now to question the plan. If he's not Lush, we're screwed either way, so just do it. Fine. Twelve seconds until he gets in range. Okay. Eight seconds. I got this. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's happening? He, he slipped out of my grip. Well, grab him again. Oh, shit. What? You know those little travel bottles of alcohol? Yes. Uh, he's got those on him. Like, a lot. Vigil's plan worked to perfection, but Lush was ready. Carrying many travel-sized bottles of alcohol on his person to ensure that he was prepared for any confrontation. How would Vigil and Urgent overcome this dilemma? Tune in for part two of Hero Tracker's investigative miniseries, Vigil. I'm Maria Kennedy. Thanks for listening. Vigil, a Hero Track Media Production. Vigil, Part 1, Lush, Part 1, was directed, edited, and scored by Adam Kudashat. It was written and performed by Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy, Adam Kudashat as Vigil, Dennis Lewis as Urgent, and Serena Buganu as the unnamed hero, with voiceover by Shane Staliga. Marketing by Layla Sahir. Logo and graphics by Marcus Beyer. Vigil is produced by Button Podcasts and All In Productions. If you enjoyed the show, please spread the word. Subscribe, review, and check out our website at vigilpod.com. Links to our website, social media, and episode transcripts are available in the show notes. And if you want to know more about the world of Vigil, subscribe to our email list for additional insights. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hi, Maria again. I just wanted to share a podcast we've been listening to here at Hero Track Media Oracle. Season one of this anthology series explores a bunch of really cool sci-fi stories all connected to the technological marvel known as Iris, which is where season one gets its name. And guess what? We've got the trailer for you right now. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to Oracle. That's A-U-R-I-C-L-E on your platform of choice. Hello users, Iris here. 
So, why do you keep calling me? I don't. My computer does. Do you want to use our names, or do you prefer if we stay anonymous? Anonymous, please. Is that okay? Welcome to Iris, an anonymous voice chat application that allows users to communicate with another anonymous person for an intimate period. Wow. <laughs> I didn't mean to dig all that up. That's the point of the app, though, isn't it? Not to feel bad about talking about this kind of stuff. What was that? No- nothing. <laughs> Even Iris thinks your connection is shit. Are you a beta tester for Iris? No. Why? Uh, I just want to talk to a real person. Oh, God! I'm here. If you have not experienced Iris yet, where have you been? The time is now. Download Iris today. Oracle. Season 1, Iris.